welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie. And today we're doing our bonus episode. And this is the bonus episode interview with Kristen, the cancer. I wanted to say survivor, but she technically has cancer again. So that really sucks. And editor and author. Yeah, I just saw, um, I think it was the other day or so that she was on her last treatment. So Oh, good positive... for her. We'll have to and we'll have to check up on her then. Yeah, all the positive juju that she is healthy and healing and hopefully will be fully recovered soon because she's so young and so sweet and we just want her yes. to do well. Hopefully we'll be able to post about that, about her being like fully recovered. We'll have to keep in touch with her. Yeah, we'll have to have a, a lot. There's been a lot of cancer on our um our podcast multiple can't even count yeah there seems to be a lot of sickness like going it, around which is very sad but is it at least like i want to say three at minimum like i don't even know if i could count all of them because one we have a ton like how many podcast episodes we have over a hundred podcast episodes yeah so we have a lot yeah so i mean it just, i want to say it, like upward of three or four it's a reminder that uh it's not as uncommon as people think and that it's oh no it's definitely not uncommon for sure yeah it's really affecting people that we love and care and all of your doctor's appointments are important yes they absolutely are and even if you are second guessing yourself you should still go ask for more tests her it took a long time for her to get into the doctors like it was very delayed which to me and which we talked about on there is ridiculous i mean and look at the people in our lives who had can't have had cancer and it's the same freaking thing even though she's up in canada and we're in america yeah it's all the same shit different day it's just a different way to pay for it right yeah oh you might be dying but we can't get you in for two weeks or two months oh great cool thank you i'll just sit here and brew in in pain in my pain and terror while you figure out when you can get me in yeah i'm glad that I don't have a doctor like that yet, but I also don't have cancer. So here we are. I don't know but if the- our system is just so backed up right now. It seems to have gotten worse. I was just talking to my dad about this the other day when he was trying to get in with a doctor. It just seems harder and harder to get in. Like the minimum wait time, I feel like most of the time with doctors is, you know, at least two weeks, if not more. Oh, yeah. When for my OB, like, I would always have to schedule, like I basically scheduled all of my appointments for my pregnancy right after I think like my eight, eighth week. And it was basically like, now let's schedule you out as far as we possibly can. Especially when it went to week to week, it was like, okay, and when are you coming in? I felt so bad. I was taking like not a lot of time off, but like I was taking a lot of like half days. Because it like mm-hmm. you, I also never knew how long I was going to be sitting there waiting. So like I couldn't be like, oh well, I'll take a nine a.m. appointment and I'll be back at work by ten, right? Because it almost never worked that way. There was always some sort of wait time. Well, and that's, you know, we that's are. anybody too. Most people are working, yeah. so when they do have to go to the doctor, like I know you have to figure it out, and then you're making people wait two months. I mean, it's just it's crazy. At least PTO for me is broken down like hourly. So if I take a half hour, I could take a half hour or I could skip lunch. Or if I'm taking a couple of hours, I can just take a couple hours. But they almost never had like 
late night appointments. Like there was very rarely like a 6 p.m. appointment that I would actually be able to make it to. Yeah. So, yeah. Most doctors work the same hours as everybody else. Yep. Yeah, Making it so. more difficult. That's crazy and, to me. I I mean, I feel like everything is on the downhill slope, healthcare, all sorts of things. <laughs> well, and then don't go on your Instagram feed then, because like, I don't know about you, but mine is just filled with, oh my God, there's poison in this. There's poison in that. There's cancer in this. There's cancer in that. And I'm like, and sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should stay away from this. Right. Or maybe I should stay away from that. Like, oh, that's like, oh yeah. Like I'll make my own or something. And then I like, think about it. And I'm like, you can't possibly stay away from everything that may cause cancer and a lot of these things are like unknown you know what I mean like I understand like your red dyes and in like kids food and stuff like all your different types of dyes I understand those are bad but you can find like easy alternatives but like you have no clue we don't have any clue what's in a lot of our food like I am sure like I know there's the FDA and everything monitoring a lot of the products we use, but I'm like, I don't really think that that's the extent of it. Like if you were to ask me about like a conspiracy theory, you know, you know, that, that meme where it's like, so you're telling me they're batting a thousand. Like to me, that's the FDA. I'm like the FDA probably knows absolutely nothing of all the shit or they do know. And they just are like, no, no, it's fine Uh, for everything that we use on a day-to-day basis. I'm like, I I bet you it's impossible to find and stay away from everything that could possibly cause cancer because there's probably a million unknowns that you don't even know about at this point. So like, I had to like stop myself from even watching them because I'm like, you're going to go down a rabbit hole. And then all of a sudden you're going to have to like empty out everything in your house because in the end it's going to all be poisonous. So yeah, no, none of that is on my Instagram. Mine's from filled with books. That's it. I don't have any of that craziness. <laughs> I think it's because I have the baby because it's all like all these things. They're so bad for our children. And because I post things of my son. And then, like, I watch, like, funny parenting memes. I think that's why it's getting pulled in. And, like, I do I do find some of the stuff, like, interesting. But at the same time, I'm like, you can't watch too many of these, Connie, because you're going to go down a rabbit hole. It's going to be bad. All yeah. of a sudden, there's just going to be a dumpster outside of our house. We're moving. We're going to the rural country. We're going to have a farm. And we're not going to make everything by hand. I don't trust these people. I mean, they're saying that. This gener the generation after us is going to be the first generation that isn't going to outlive the previous generation. So there's definitely something happening. I mean, a lot of that has to do with obesity. I mean, obesity is just through the roof right now. But and and like you said, though, cancer is yeah, all this everywhere. I mean, yep. I I just noticed this morning. I didn't even know this happened. Uh, I don't remember who posted it, but I didn't uh, know until this morning that Dave Hollis died, and I was like, what? That is insane. Um, Rachel Hollis, who was like, became big time for writing her books. Oh, yes. Okay. Now I know her. Yeah. Her ex-husband died. 47 years old, ran every day, super healthy, heart attack and died. Well, that's what they're saying right now. They aren't sure because they have to, you know, do an obstetrics. Do the tests. Yeah. And that takes a while. Um, What it really was was cocaine. I don't know. uh, (laughs) But I mean, you weren't, you're seeing way more recently of these really young deaths. Deaths. I mean, they were always there, but there's a lot 
more. So it just makes you wonder what's what's going on. Yep. Every day. But anyway, um, I love all of Kristen's like advice and talking about what she liked versus editing and writing and very she curious to really... see if she'll she'll uh publish a book soon could have her on again if she publishes yeah that would be great um i know she just changed her name on instagram which was awesome to uh confident Kristen, which i was like "Ooh, i like i like that i like that everybody so, could use a little bit more confidence yeah absolutely this day and age i i really didn't expect her to be like no i like coaching the most one of the thing but i, I understand either. but i understand that because you're you're uplifting people and that's always better yeah that's a very feel-good feeling and you're not only giving yourself that feel-good feeling of course but the person that you're coaching so it's kind of a a win-win it is a win-win i I would not be a good coach i'm way too sarcastic (laughs) (laughs) i mean at least you know your strength we all have our our strengths and our weaknesses and some people are born coaches oh yes um all the right. coaches that we've had on here, they're all like super sunny. And it's like, I am, yeah. but also at the same time, so sarcastic. I would probably end up hurting like a lot of people's just because of how sarcastic I am. Because like, okay. I have hurt people like unknowingly. I'm like, what? It wasn't like, it wasn't even anything bad. Like, okay. Okay. Sorry, yeah. princess. I, I guess some... it's because I've been surrounded by boys, but like, I just don't have that like, oh, yeah, one okay. my girlfriend's going to do great tried to convince me to be a coach too. And I was just like, it's, I'm not interested. Like I get what you mean and why you think I'd be good at it. But like, it's just no. not, you just co- coach your cousin for free. Which is yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's not how I want to make a living. I mean, I yeah, am all for I supporting agree. people and building people up, but like, as, it's an just empath, your cup of tea. as an empath, it's just exhausting. Cause then you take on mm-hmm. the other person's feeling emotion just it becomes too much and not that i don't want to help people it just would be too overwhelming for me oh yeah i get it that's why we have amazing people like kristen and all the other really awesome coaches that we've had to do it and they are meant to do it exactly and that's all that is i'm just gonna keep writing and hopefully she writes too so do you use her as an editor I don't. I didn't realize until later on that she was an editor. So I'll have to. I'll have to do it at some point. Oh, nice. I honestly, I, that's how I assumed we got her as um, an interview. I thought you used her for no. Uh, for... We've followed each other for a while, and uh-huh. I did know that she. Um, I'm trying to think how I got. Oh, she had the worthy writers thing and i think she asked me to be on the podcast on her podcast first because she has a podcast too um called the worthy writers so that's kind of how it started and i didn't realize right away that she was an editor and i had already you know i usually try to stay at my editor's schedule so, oh gotcha nice but maybe next day, time yeah yeah next time yeah We're good. So this is how to deal when uh shit gets real and we'll see y'all next episode <laughs>